Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome to the Quilt Connection. I'm Alex Anderson, and this is episode number 99. I have to smile when I say 99 because I'm thinking of, you know, that famous song, 99 bottles of beer on the wall, and I certainly hope that uh, my podcasts up to this point have not been like that for you. I cannot believe that 100 is around the corner, and I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do for that, but I thought I would just, you know, check in and tell you what's going on and um, my adventures of the Thanksgiving weekend. I want to say that the holidays, of course, are very special to me, as I know they are to many people out there, and as a kid, I loved Christmas. Well, what kid didn't? But I've grown into appreciating Thanksgiving as a much bigger and deeper level. And I talked about that in um, 98, all the things I'm grateful for. But I'll tell you what, now that it's over, I'll tell you what I was grateful for that day on Thanksgiving, that all the food got onto the table in one piece and the turkey was just perfect. Sometimes when my cousin Jack is here from Michigan, he helps me orchestrate the whole thing. But I kind of was the ringleader on this Thanksgiving, and I pulled it off. And I have to say, Joey, my son, is an excellent potato masher. And also, um, I've never had yams before because the whole um, marshmallow thing on top, just uh, forget it. Well, I was talking to Betty Banky across the street. She's a um, senior citizen, and she is from a ranching community and is used to cooking big. She said, this is how you do yams. You put them in the microwave and bake them like how you would a baked potato. Then peel off the outside, and it comes off just like that, and then mix in applesauce. Then put it back in a dish, and you can throw it in the microwave. And I have to tell you something. They were really, really good. Well, the next day, we had 20 people show up at our door. And, um, oh, I want to say Thanksgiving, it was very small. It was eight people. But the next day was the third annual Anderson Wine Tour. And I got started two years ago when we took off to go to Sonoma to for wine tasting for a day. They've got a thing on the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving where all these um, vineyards participate. You buy your glass for $35 and then you go and sip at these different vineyards. Well, two years ago we did that and we absolutely had a ball. But Sonoma is a couple hours away and then you throw on the holiday traffic and it, you know, we were just dying by the time we got home. And I thought, no, no, Livermore has really great vineyards. Let's do that. And so last year we did it, had a ball. And this year had a ball. And I can see this whole thing kind of growing. And what happens is after we go out tasting, that everybody comes back to our house and I make a killer Mexican turkey soup and I use up the rest of my turkey. So it's just fantastic. The ticket to my Mexican turkey soup is you have your turkey nubbins. I use a canned stock. You throw in black beans, corn, onions, you know, whatever you want to put in. And then the ticket is, oh, 
chopped tomatoes from a can, and then the ticket is chopped fresh cilantro, got to get that word out, little green hot peppers chopped, and some salsa. And then you serve it with um, cheese, sour cream, salsa, and chips. And I'm telling you, it is good. So because I do dinner, the other family that comes along, its we actually got started with Adair's best friends family, who I hadn't met till last year. They're responsible for feeding all of us during the whole wine tour thing during the day. So all of a sudden, like at two in the afternoon, we're at some vineyard and their spread is out there. It's just so much fun and love these people. And we just get a pilot car and everybody follows that car. Adair's in charge of orchestrating where we go. And the theme this year was back to school. And so we each had our own wine glass and we, I put a chalkboard paint on it and people could write their name on their glass. So that was great. In doing this the next day, um, I called Ricky and he said, well, did you get drunk? And I'm like, no, because what I did was fiddle with my new camera. Ricky made me go buy a Nikon 90. It's a big gun camera. I'm used to cameras that you can just like slide in your pocket and then whip out. And he said, no, you need to get a big girl camera because of the magazine, The Quilt Life. We are responsible for the editorial and for the photography. And so, yes, we have photo man, Gregory Case, do flat shops and stuff like that. But there's no reason that, say, when we're on the wine tour, I can't get some really great snaps. And I did. So while everybody was in tasting wines at the different vineyards, I was running around snapping pictures here and there. And I'm not sure what issue it's going to be in, but it in that issue, I will probably have like a red work design that has to do with grapes and harvest. So it's having a ball with my camera, but it was also giving me a little bit of fits. Some of the time it would work and some of the time it wouldn't work. And I kept thinking of Bernina sewing machines. When your Bernina sewing machine is goofing up, assuming everything is fine, um, my friend Carolee Hensley of the Cotton Patch calls it operator error. Think about it, operator error. And usually that's the truth. You know, you got the bobbin in the wrong way or, you know, the wrong needle or whatever. And so I kept going, this has got to be operator error. Well, as groups would come into wine tasting, I would say, do you guys have a good photographer in this group? And finally, I found someone who was a Nikon expert and a photographer, and she was fiddling with my camera, and she couldn't figure it out. Well, the next day, I went to um, the place where I got it, Wolf Camera in Dublin, and it turned out that the connector between the fancy dancy lens and the body of the camera itself had dust in it or something like that. And I thought, now how could that have happened? And then I remembered, I bought the camera three days before quilting in the garden and I wanted to get photographs of that. Well, I didn't have time to get to know the camera even on a minimal basis. Well, Cindy, you know, who runs Alden Lane, she said, I wanted my brother to come take pictures 
And she said, and his kid took the memory card and jammed it into his camera and broke it. He's a professional photographer. And I said, Cindy, I've got a trade out for you. Your brother can borrow my camera, but I get the pictures. And so that was a trade that worked out quite nicely. And the fact of the matter is he did get some just killer diller photos of quilting in the garden. So I believe the dust got into the sensor lens where the camera connects to the lens. And so it was a simple matter of, you know, wiping it out and then it's all good to go. So why am I telling you this? Well, the last three years, Ricky Tims has stretched and pulled me in so many different ways and has expanded my, um, learning. I mean, I've, I've learned video editing. If you've been on the quilt show, you know, it started off with what duck tails and duck butts or something like that. And I told you that I was going to learn video editing and you came along that journey with me. I've learned, um, how to do a Mac computer. Ta-da! I no longer hate it. Um, you heard me complain and whine and all that. And, and Adair said something to me about my Mac that was just exactly the right thing. She said, mom, if you're working too hard, you're doing it wrong. Everything's easy on the Mac. And when she said that, I thought, well, isn't that the truth? You know, so I've learned that. And now we're doing this magazine. And let me tell you, this is a whole new learning curve. It's fascinating. This morning we got on a uh, conference call with uh, Jan McGee, our editor-in-chief, uh, Joyce, our graphics person, Meredith from AQS, a couple other people from that end, and Ricky and myself, a conference call, and we're going over the cover. I, I'm learning so much of that lingo now. It's, it's just fascinating. And, um, I guess th- the point of all of this rambling is that I know that there's something within your quilt making life that you're like going, I don't do that. You know, I think of foundation paper piecing. I don't do that. Well, I wrote the book on it and, and I had to learn it. And yeah, I do that now. It's just really great. You get some swell results with it. Um, machine quilting. I don't do that. I pay Paula Reed. Well, I still pay Paula Reed, but I know how to do that. <laughs> I had to learn a lot on that. And then I think of, well, I don't do, um, machine applique. I do hand applique. Well, guess what? I do that. And so it, it's it's simply a matter of looking at that thing that you don't do and you learn it. And then you'll get over it. I remember when I didn't do oranges and yellows and browns because, you know, they were the ugly colors of the world. And now they're among my top because I had to work with them. So, you know, as we hit 100 the next podcast. And I look at where I personally come from podcast one to now 100 and all the things that I've learned in between and all the things that this journey has represented. I want you to look at your quilt life and figure out where you need to expand and where you need to grow so that you too can enhance your quilting experience and become a better quilt maker for it. And hey, in the end, if you decide not to do it, that's fine too. Now, 
I have been sending out a lot of e-letters with promotions like my 4-in-1 tool, like sign up for the Quilt Life before the end of the year for a really good savings, 20 bucks for a year subscription, all these things. And I've got a present for you that all you have to do is come to my site and get it. But wait, it's not up yet. I'll let you know when it's up. It's going to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas, and I think you're going to like it. So um, stay tuned. I'm thrilled to be podcasting again, and 100 is around the corner. In a blink of an eye, we're here. Until we meet and we do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.